0: On today's episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Jerry Shank. Jerry is the executive director at prepbaseballreport.com, Maryland, Virginia, and DC.
1: If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews, to game reports, to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller.
2: Jerry,
0: thanks for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Really excited to do this. So I always start with how hard was it to find a place? Was it tricky to get here? <laughs> Very to get it? tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird little neighborhood. We're in a historic building. It's like 150 years old. There's a bunch of people. So thanks for going through the effort. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So baseball. I, I, I love talking baseball. I played a bunch as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're knee-deep in, in baseball season. Oh, yeah. So I stumbled across the Prep Baseball Report, and I love the website. Lots of information. Sometimes, it was hard for me to find it first, but I like mm-hmm. the concept. Tell, tell me a little bit about the, the website.
2: Yeah, so uh, the Cliff version is we're a independent scouting organization. We cover 44 states across the country. And our number one goal is to find baseball players and help promote, create awareness, um, whether it's social media, whether it's our website. And, you know, it started in 2005 in Illinois and has kind of grown rapidly in the past five to ten years. It's been really, really good. And again, the number one goal is to try to find players and help create awareness so college coaches, pro scouts can uh, identify talent and be able to see players and we can help the player be able to promote themselves and be able to find that college or that right fit for them. Um, and so we run events, we run showcases, we'll run workouts where players will come and they'll go through batting practice, uh, defensive work, speed testing running skills work like that bullpens for pitchers and we'll video everything we post it up onto our website we edit the video and so then our our website's kind of a one-stop shop for coaches and scouts so they can get on they can look and they can see the video of the player, see the statistics it's all that information is right there on a player's individual profile page so we try to make it as easy as possible and you know, be an extra tool for players and prospective student athletes to be able to uh, help promote themselves.
0: That's cool. I do this all the time, Jerry. I jump way out to the meat of the podcast, and I want to find out what's going on now. But we got to go back a little bit. We okay, g- we got to learn a little bit about Jerry. Just <laughs> a little bit. Did you play in high school? I did. Did you play baseball in high school? I did. Give me, give me the scouting report on Jerry Shank, the the <laughs> high school baseball player. Where'd you play? What position? Give me all that.
2: I was a crafty righty. Um, now I played in. Uh, at Turner Ashby High School, which is in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Um, for those of you who have no idea where I'm talking about, it's uh, near James Madison University, just outside. Um, born and raised, lived there my whole life. Uh, then moved on, actually played two sports, played football as well, um, was a lineman, shock. <laughs> um, but uh, then went to Hampton-Sydney College, which is down in Farmville, Virginia, a Division three school, and went on the pitch there. Uh, just was a PO, uh, played played two positions uh, in high school, but really was just a pitcher, just, a, like I said, a crafty righty. And then at Hampton-Sydney, was there for two years. I ended up transferring after my second year and went to Eastern Mennonite University, which is in Harrisonburg, another Division Three school, and, and played there um, probably within the first five months I got injured, uh, tore my labrum. Um, during rehab for that, I – um basically tore, um, tore my ulnar, um, the UCL, uh, while I was rehabbing that. So I just kind of like bad taste in my mouth. It was two years of just being injured the whole time. Um, really didn't get to play a ton and just bad taste in my mouth. And I, I loved baseball, born, bred, and just couldn't, I didn't want to leave on those terms. And so got into coaching right after that. Um, and right at the college level, I stayed, finished my last year at EMU and started coaching there. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really kind of how I got into it. Cause it was just a bad taste. Like I love the sport. I love baseball and I wanted to stick with it. And so started coaching and year by year just kind of moved. I did kind of a traveling tour of the Northeast back to, back to the South. Um, started obviously at EMU. Then I went to Ohio Valley university after the first year, which is actually in Parkersburg, West Virginia, go figure. But that's in the Ohio Valley, you know, like, um, like Shenandoah Valley in Virginia and was there for a season and a half, and then went up to Canisius College, which is a Division One school up in Buffalo, Ohio Valley's Division II. Um, was at Canisius for another two years, got my master's up there in sports administration, uh, so was a grad assistant coach, kind of got the, the full taste of everything, um, and being in Buffalo, obviously, is one of the coolest cities I've ever been around, and being close to, actually, Canada, did a lot of recruiting in Canada, which was just fun, doing all that travel bit. They play
0: baseball in Canada? They do,
2: they do. Not high school, though. Not a lot of high school. It's very limited in high school. It's mainly travel ball. They basically make leagues, kind of like your high school season. So it's really neat. Um, And then went to the University of Hartford after that in Connecticut and was there for two years, a year and a half, and coach there was pitching coach, recruiting coordinator. Um, And uh, you know, after that, again, another move went down to North Carolina from there and went to North Carolina Central University, and I was there for three years. Um, They had just restarted uh, baseball. It was basically like their third year um, when they brought in a whole new staff, really just had started it, but didn't realize what was, I guess, needed to really get it going. And so we were there. For three years, um, and then, you know, then I got into Prep Baseball Report.
0: So, uh, so I didn't ask to check your ID when you walked in, but I don't think you're old enough to have all this experience, like Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with, with baseball,
2: especially coaching, it's a lot of times where, you know, you're doing – you're a volunteer, you're doing five other jobs – um, to go along with that, just to kind of get by, you're doing lessons here, you're working 18, 20 hour days, mixing in a nap and doing it all again. And so you're really just trying to find the best opportunity so you can, you know, set yourself up. So, you know, in West Virginia, I was living in a dormitory that was <laughs> closed, uh, had been closed, <laughs> shut down. Um, and at Canisius, I lived in a townhouse that was student housing that they were kind of remodeling. Um, you know, it's just really trying to find what you can do. Working camps, going around, doing everything that you can, make money, make a living, and be able to uh, to survive and continue moving forward.
0: So you mentioned two things earlier on. You you said uh, PO. You mentioned your mm-hmm. and so I'm going to ask you to define that. But oh, it's yeah. also exciting to know that you worked in D1, D2, and D3. Yeah. So can you tell me what about what PO means? Um, Picture only. What's, uh, so you only coached?
2: Uh, uh, no. You only uh, did I, pitch. I, I, yeah, I was a pitcher only in, in
0: college. Is yeah. that common to, to, to be a, B, a PO like that? or?
2: A lot of times it is, depending on the level. I mean, you don't see it as much, but you do still see it where players will do two-way. But a lot of times in college, they try to specialize it. But,
0: but in high school, you're, there's probably not a lot of POs in, in high school. Yeah, a handful, but a lot of them are playing other positions. And then D1, D2, D3, Yeah, big difference um, the level of
2: play, I think, in the immediate like the athleticism and the way the game is played, yes. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that's still really good competition on, across all levels. Uh, you know, Division One, they have the scholarship. They have scholarships. They have a lot more scholarships than um, some of the others, but obviously not nowhere near enough for uh, college baseball. There needs to be more scholarships in college baseball. I had to throw that plug in, um, but uh,
0: somebody appreciates that. Yeah,
2: yeah. But very, very talented level. I mean, some of the highest levels, of division one baseball is basically like playing double a baseball in the minor leagues Um, and then you know division two is highly competitive they still have scholarships um, usually smaller schools private schools um, and there's a lot of good baseball that's very underrated um, especially just north of us in pennsylvania one of the best conferences in the country in my opinion for baseball is the PSAC and, and so there's a lot of talent, in the Carolinas as well. There's a lot of really good baseball in Division Two. II. Division Three is extremely competitive as well. Um, you've got a little bit of more of a range, I think, sometimes on your players, depending on what teams there are. But, you know, there's still a lot of kids that get drafted, Division III. Um, a lot of kids who are throwing upper 80s, low 90s. I mean, shoot, there was a player at Shenandoah University in Winchester, Virginia. He was throwing 100 miles an hour. Um, so it's just – you know, all levels have everything, but, you know, traditionally, obviously the highest level, Division I, um, because they're they're able to. They're, they've they got more people in it who are able to work more full-time and actually do that and get out and recruit and find the players and try to form their rosters where, you know, Division Three, it's the head coach, maybe a full-time assistant, but it's a lot of guys who are volunteers who have got to do other jobs to make a living so they can help out the team and coach so they don't quite are aren't quite as enough able to get out on the road as much as they can.
0: Yeah, there's a common theme with the people that I talk to that you know you want to do this, but you have to afford to be able to do that, and there, you got to be creative and how you do that. Mm-hmm. So you set me up with my next question really okay. good. You talked about where you lived. Yep. you said dorms and townhouses oh, and stuff yeah. like that. So it's interesting that you know the the, phys, the facilities of where are interesting to me. Let's talk about stadiums for a second. Okay. So um, I don't want to say favorite because then. The the ones you don't pick might feel left out. Right, right. <laughs> so let's not do that. Can are, are there any stadiums in the area or throughout your college career that you thought were, were particularly good? I can't th- think Camden Yards, obviously, is a pro stadium and it's it's very popular. It's probably aging a little bit, I'd but never, at the never. at the time it was and it still is a very popular place. The the warehouse, the the setting. The how about high school and or the colleges you've been to? Do you have any that come to mind?
2: Oh, yeah, but uh, first off, Camden Yards is like the standard for me. I love it. Absolutely love it. You know, grew up watching Ripken and all them. Still remember uh, Griffey hitting uh, during the Home Run Derby, hitting it. Like, love that place. I absolutely love it. Uh, A lot of good stadiums in Maryland. Um, I have been to quite a bit just around the state, across the East Coast, um, I, you know some of the, some of the places that kind of come to mind, um, you know, I think one of the neater places um, is in the MIAA conference. Um, Calvert Hall, I really like that whole stadium setup and turf field. That's kind of an easy answer. I think the MIA has a lot of good fields. They've really, really been upgrading um, the facilities within that conference. John Carroll, Loyal Blake Field. Even out west, um, there's a there's an older Park McCurdy field or stadium. I'm sorry, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But I, I really like the setup. That's where they play the – usually where they play the two, class two – um some state semifinals they'll play it there they'll play a doubleheader and so i at least get to get out there once a year and it's a really cool setup um nice field it's a one of those combination facilities where there's football or, that's also there um so the outfield's a football field but I, it's just really neat it's a cool grandstand i think it used to be back in the day a minor league ballpark but i'm not a hundred percent sure on that one um and then, you know, Eastern Shore. I, I've always been a fan of Delmarva Stadium. I really like that place. It's a cool setup. Um, there's, there's a ton. I've been to a ton of high schools. A lot of high schools are at middle school fields. Um, you know, so there's, there's been some great ones. People who take, uh, you know, a lot of pride in what they're doing. And then, you know, some fields, it's, it's harder to keep track of some. <laughs> you know it kind of looks like a pinball machine sometimes when when balls go through but you know there's a lot of really nice stadiums I mean I could go through it like Montgomery Blair and Montgomery County I really like that place I think it's a cool setup um I, I've always been a fan of Patuxent high school down in, in really Southern Maryland um
0: so I wasn't sure you were going to feel this strongly about stadiums I'm I excited. love it I so love th- fields so now I, I got to ask you about the the left field wall at Camden Yards. They moved it back uh, twenty feet. Uh, oh. at, uh, the um, the like the left field wall, the the home run fence, so uh-huh. to speak. What what do you that made Camden Yards a little quirky, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. They definitely do you think that did. was a good move, a bad move? Uh, how do you, uh, how, give me give me your opinion on that one.
2: You know, I think it's. Uh, I mean, if that's what they wanted to do, then sure, why not go uh, for it?
0: Awesome. So, Prep Baseball r- Report. You are the the executive director of Maryland, Virginia, and DC. Mm-hmm. I'm in Maryland right now. Right sure don't mind promoting and talking about Virginia and D.C., but I don't have as much <laughs> knowledge as you. You gather data, you go to games, you you, you do videos. Walk me through the day of, of Jerry Shank, the, the executive director. Do you How much baseball do you watch, and, and how do you help these kids?
2: Yeah, try to get to as much baseball as we can. Uh, I'm very fortunate to have a few people who work within the Maryland and Virginia area. You know, we've got about five people who work for us. We also have an internship program um, where we're trying to help train people who want to get into scouting. And so that's kind of taken off in the past year or two. Um, but get up in the morning, and that's really when I get to spend a lot of times with the young ones. I have a, a four-year-old, a, th- a three-year-old, and a eighteen-month-old. So um, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment when it comes to that. But uh, are
0: you teaching them a curveball yet? Anybody, anybody throw the curveball yet? Well, I'm
2: taking my time with them. You know, <laughs> the, you know that's that's a that's a conversation probably for another day. Uh, but. Uh, No, we'll spend time with the kids, take them to preschool, get them out, and then get on the computer and start working. You know, a lot of our um, job is website-based, obviously. You know, we're on, we're watching videos, we're editing videos from games that we go watch, um, writing reports, and then, you know, trying to schedule, you know, future events and workouts um, where, you know, kids will come do the workout and everything and so we're trying to schedule different locations when to do it key times to do it all that fun stuff and then plotting the the following week or the following day you know with baseball and being outdoors like a day like today where it's raining you know everything got canceled or is getting canceled so it's like the reschedule trying to reschedule your games so yeah and then get out and go to a to a game and watch it and scout it um For me, it's a little bit slower because I got all the young bucks um, and my wife is a full-time worker as well. So we have to try to, you know, manage that as best we can. Um, But I'll get out to three to four games a week. Um, Some of the other guys who help, they're amazing. You know, they're going to, you know, seven to 10 games a week. Jamie Nail, who is in Maryland, he's the scouting director in the state of Maryland, has been just tremendous. He'll get out to, you know, like six. I feel like six to ten games. I don't know how he does it. He'll be able to line it up where he's going to a, a 4 o'clock game, then a 7.30 game that's close by. Um, Saturdays he'll catch three or four that just happen to kind of, you know, basically back in one another. It's it's amazing. But he gets out to a ton of games. So.
0: And this is Jamie Nail.
2: Jamie Nail, yeah. how, do you,
0: how do you spell Jamie's last name?
2: N-A-I-L-L. Okay. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he'll get out. He gets out to a ton, and then we have a few interns who are going out to one or two games a week, um, getting video. You know, we try to line it up where you know we are in communications a lot with colleges, with scouts who want to see players or we know about players, and so we're trying to get video and get information to make that accessibility easier. Um, whether it's a college coach, whether it's a travel coach, whether it's a high school coach, say, hey, we've got somebody who needs to be seen. That's what we're here for.
0: So I try to keep this podcast short, but I'm going to go long because I, I have, I'm I have sorry, a ton of questions. You. No, you're awesome. I this warned is, you, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I got like I'm like a list of questions I want to keep asking. So you talked about so we're, at the end, I'm going to ask you about internships because you might have people out there that would love to be part of your your program, your mm-hmm. website, and your internship. So yeah, remind me. Hopefully, I remember okay. to ask you to tell us how the, the people can get a hold of you for internships. But let's go back to college coaches. Mm-hmm. I imagine you have college and high school coaches reaching out to you. You got a college coach that says, "Hey, I'm looking for a six eight left handed pitcher that can throw 100 miles an hour." Right, and you got a high school coach saying, "Hey, I got a six eight Left hand, no, that probably doesn't happen very often, but <laughs> hey, I got a kid. In a blue so how do, how do you juggle the, the college coach and the high school coach both coming at you going, hey, I need, I got, I need, I got. What, is, is that something you guys do?
2: We do, we do, and we get it quite a bit, um, you know, between myself and then, you know, Jamie and then most of the staff, you know, we're always in contact with coaches and it is, it's, it's a lot of, hey, do you have one of these? If you run across one of these, can you let me know? Um, and then the high school ball, the travel coaches, um, they'll say, hey, I've got this guy you, you need to see. Um, and so it is, it's a fine balance between the two. A lot of times we've just kind of, we've tried to take the approach that if we run across or come across a player, um, we just try to reach out and just kind of broadcast it. And that's where, you know, Twitter has become such a great thing. Instagram, um, all those social medias, um, we can just get it on there. And, you know, colleges – I know I talked to one college coach, and he's like, yeah, I have a notification set just to your all's account, so whenever you post up something, I get a ding. Um, And, you know, more so like our individual accounts. We have our main account. We also have our individual accounts. Um, Like for me, I hate social media, but I also know it's – it's a great thing at the same time, but uh, you know when I'm posting on Twitter, it's usually only about baseball players and getting on there and posting a video or something and just trying to create that awareness. And so it's a tool. It, it really is. It really is. And so yeah, we we are in constant communications back and forth, and uh, we try to kind of you know, bridge that gap. And I always say we're a bridge. That's the easiest way to think about Prep Baseball Report because you got the player on one side, you've got the scout, the college on the other side, and we're just trying to shorten the gap between the two.
0: What's the next big event coming up for you? Do you have a uh, tournament or a, a, a practice session? or, yeah. or is, there, is there? What's the next big thing that, that's going to take Jerry Shank out there and see lots of baseball?
2: So, you know, obviously the high school season is finishing up, and we try to avoid doing much during the high school season. We want these players just to focus on their high school ball. Um, during the summer, obviously, when high school is out of session, that's when we really kick up. Um, we start tournaments the, actually before high school ends. the first weekend in June. Um, we have a tournament here in Maryland down at Henry Parker Stadium, which is in Salisbury, which is really an underrated place. Um, it's a turf infield. It's really neat. Like, it's a really neat place. A lot of baseball fields, I just feel like there's no trees. It's a lot of concrete, and there's a lot of sun just bouncing off in 100-degree days. Um, Parker's got a lot of trees. There's some shade. Oh, I like uh, trees. It's, it's neat. It's just a neat place. And I don't know why. I just There's just something about it that I like. But um, we're, we're having a tournament there. We have uh, kind of our big event of the year are we call them the state games it's the first time we're having them here in maryland it's at the university of maryland um it's basically going to go through um kind of the top players you know we're trying to give everybody the opportunity um to be able to come out and attend where you know they're going through a workout um where it's batting practice, it's defensive work, there's instruction involved as well, Um, and then we play a game at the same time. So, we get a little bit of everything in there, but that's kind of, that's one of our bigger events of the year, and that's in uh, June, June 22nd, Um, and we just continue to roll. Uh, The summer is crazy for uh, a kid. You know, sometimes I, I I feel bad for all the traveling that's going on, all the, you know, all the expenses that are going on, and like, kids you know you've got to be prepared you got to be on a plan because you want to be able to you know maintain and make sure you're healthy and strong throughout the whole year because there's a lot of opportunities Um, but that's also you know where we try to shorten that gap and make it easier um, for them to be able to be seen by the colleges like i was saying
0: jerry i could talk to you all day
2: i know i'm I'm terrible i told you (laughs) i warned you i was going to talk forever
0: i like to end with any advice so hopefully there's a kid middle or high school, mm-hmm. and or their parent listening to this. Hopefully I got one listener, maybe two. <laughs> and And you have some what advice it? you know, is there a, a single thing that you've heard from a parent or a kid or a, a single thing you've heard from a college coach saying the kid should be doing this, or this is what they could be doing? what's What's advice for that kid? what from from Jerry Shang? Mm-hmm. Just your opinion. If they want to play, if they're playing in middle school or high school and they want to go to the next level, maybe it's eighth grade and it wants to play in ninth grade, or, or maybe someone's fi- finishing out their senior year, mm-hmm. what, what, what would you tell that kid to do?
2: There's, there's always an opportunity for, for everyone. Um, the biggest thing I tell players of all ages is to be proactive. Um, you need to, in today's age, take advantage of it and use technology to its utmost, video email uh, i mean i know email is quickly becoming outdated but it's very important um sending an email to college coaches having a video with it you know the big three things that i always tell them have a video have your schedule um have your transcripts doesn't have to be an official one just an unofficial transcript and then have a contact of a coach or baseball person who is a non-relative um because there are certain stipulations depending on your age, if a college coach can actually talk to you or not, and so you want to have a reference that you can use that that coach can contact them and just include it in the email. Um, so could that be you? I mean, could absolutely. You, if you
0: knew the kid, could the coach come? One hundred percent. Okay.
2: And a lot of times they will. Like if they see, you know, those. I always tell them use your PBR profile, send it to the coach in the email. And a lot of times when that happens, I'll get a a text, I'll get a call, get an email from that coach, hey, what do you think? And then we'll have that conversation and we'll talk about the player. Um, But really, I I think it is being proactive. I think it's it's never too early to start and it's never too late at the same time. You know, there's a lot of levels that can get you to your ultimate goal. Um, Junior college is a very good – Form of baseball. It's a very high level of baseball. There's a ton of competition. I think it's very underrated. Um, and like we talked about before, Division Three, Division Two, Division One. It's really competitive across the board, um, and it's a great opportunity for for a player to be able to move on. And you know, your highest level of player or of programs they're still finding players and they're finding a way to get a player if they still have a spot or they can make room you know maybe the draft there was one of their players who got drafted that they weren't expecting to get drafted which happens all the time or a a recruit who they didn't think was going to get drafted or they didn't think he was going to sign he ends up signing like so there's always there's always an opportunity so you just want to be proactive Um, I can't say it enough and I I, like I said I'd never think it's too early because you never know if you don't try
0: I like it. I like it. Be proactive. Let's go back to those in- internships. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening that wants to be an internship with PBR with Jerry Shank, mm-hmm. is there a way to reach out to you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You can send me an email. You can send me a DM on Twitter. Uh, you can send us on Instagram. Um, Instagram and Twitter, we are at PBR Maryland, uh, MD, PBRm uh, no, I'm sorry. Got to remember it, PBR Maryland, Maryland spelled out. Um, and that's with uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can email me, Shank, at prepbaseballreport.com. Um, those are the easiest ways and it's a wide variety of opportunities Um, you know we do the scouting side obviously we also do uh, operations and events because we're running the tournaments we're running events so you know there's a lot to go into it there's back-end work where it's all website related Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to stay involved in sports in some aspect Um, and we're always always looking always looking for interns anybody who's interested who wants to kind of get into this area of work
0: always looking coach we'll, we'll end it on that i'll put those links uh down in the show description so if someone stumbles across this podcast they yeah. can easily reach out to you jerry shank from the prep baseball report thanks for coming thank you very much for having me john
1: you've been listening to the ac sports report As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.